Hello, everyone. Welcome to Games and Gaming Podcast. I'm Mark. And I'm Daniel. And on this episode, we will be reviewing Horizon Zero Dawn. Spoiler free for the beginning, but don't worry, we'll let you know when we start talking about spoilers. So, Daniel, what are your just overall thoughts of this game? What did you think of this game as you were playing through it? Well, summing up in one word, I would say beautiful. (laughs) That's a good word, I guess. Yeah, it was a beautiful, amazing game for me. I mean, I enjoyed every second of it. One thing I kept... I kept thinking about what I was playing. It's like, man, this uh, this is like the first post-apocalyptic world that I will actually like to live in. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't stupid and dumb because I hate post-apocalyptic worlds. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, you know, all the post-apocalyptic stuff you see is always like dreary, dreary and dark and yeah. everything's falling apart and nothing's, it's just dark and, you know, it's not pretty. And this one is like all nice, and I mean, you can see the cityscapes are all the cities all run down. Yeah, and stuff. you got you got all the crumbling cityscapes and all stuff right. like that. But it's still a lush environment with all the the leafage and the foliage everywhere. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, even that and climbing the buildings to the top and getting the amazing scenery was just I just every so often I just stop the game and just like look around and be like, wow. <laughs> Just say, wow, amazing. what a beautiful game. Good word. Um, if I had to mm-hmm. describe the, the game in a word, I would use the word polished because oh. that's what this game was. And my goodness, have I been waiting for a game that was polished. I've played far too many games in the recent years that just they just didn't seem like they're finished. They seem like they're games that... They just rushed out the door, and there's just so many things that weren't polished. There's so many things that, little animations that could have been done better, animations that weren't there, so you your character would turn, and it wouldn't feel real, because the, the just that little turning animation wouldn't be there, and it was so jarring. Mm-hmm. It was so, you know, it'd pull you out of the moment. You're like, oh, come on, that's stupid. Right. Yeah, and they didn't have uh, updates. They only had, like, two updates since the game came out or one like there were really small little updates here and there yeah some... and it just like i think there were just bug fixes and stuff like that i, I right, yeah. think i remember going through and like seeing oh what what did this update add and it was just like bug fixes and um some crashes that were happening but again i well i ran into some quote-unquote bugs that were rather amusing but i didn't my game never crashed in the uh in yeah. all the amount of time that i was playing it the game never crashed on me um i never experience any like game breaking bugs which you can consider a crash but i mean anything that like made the game not fun so it just any of those things i didn't experience that experience that in the game so it it was just polished and i was so happy that i finally got to play a game that a triple a title that felt like it was completed and it's been mm-hmm. oh man it's been a long time coming i've i've played too many triple a games that just didn't feel finished and it i'm not the only one that that uh that has that opinion about that it's just man to finally come across the game that's done that's done yeah. the animations were spot on the scenery was beautiful the it just looked i'm stealing your word now the game looked <laughs> beautiful and it was polished so we're both right there you go <laughs> yeah i mean even the 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 machine movements were just the way they reacted to you is like they yeah. react the way you expect them to react mm-hmm. and, and move and and attack you. It was yeah, it was pretty uh, amazing. I I was I was happy. It I'm I'm going to say that this is probably my favorite game that I've played within the past couple of years. Um, probably like as soon as I was done playing Overwatch, every game has been a disappointment up until this <laughs> game. And this is uh, this game is not my favorite game of all time. Overwatch, definitely. Yeah. Uh, did I say Overwatch? I meant Undertale. <laughs> <laughs> this is this Overwatch. Overwatch and Undertale. It's uh, two sides of the same coin, I guess. Um, yeah, no, un- Undertale. Undertale is my favorite game of all okay. time. Yeah, so like I was done playing Undertale, and I'm like, sense. no game could ever live up to this. And yeah, over the next couple of years, every game I played was a disappointment. And then finally I came across this, and I was like, oh, 
yes, there is still hope for video games. It's, it's <laughs> not a ruined medium just yet. Soon, though. Soon, though. Because <laughs> now, now the next game that comes out has to live up to Horizon Zero Dawn, and that is a tall order. It's not yeah. going to be easy. Um, just these the triple A title to just be exactly what it is about hunting and killing robot dinosaurs. <laughs> right. In my mind, you cannot get better than that, dude. That is that is the zenith. I don't so think that's the what do you think? Word, what was your favorite? What was your favorite thing about the game that you can think of right away? Well, it's just a man putting me on the spot. Uh, <laughs> my favorite thing about the game um, is, I guess, the open world. And it sounds weird to say that, um, especially me to say that, because I'm open worlds have been done wrong so many times, so many times. And I guess, like talking talking about the gameplay of it, um, the open world was a i mean you couldn't have done this game any other way than an open world um just Mm -hmm. running around and hunting dinosaurs if if you're not in an open world you're not hunting dinosaurs anyway and or they're not hunting you uh which is makes it even better um you have to have an open world and open world games like i said have just been done wrong so many times there's just so many stupid fetch quests that they try to fill their game <laughs> with because oh we need to add 20 more hours on the gameplay are people going to complain that we're charging 60 dollars for it and it's like if <laughs> if your game even looks like horizon zero dawn okay let me let me clarify that a bit looks like horizon zero dawn but has gameplay the, the gameplay of it is up to the caliber of horizon zero dawn then yes i am happy to pay 60 dollars for it um, yeah. if your game looks like Assassin's Creed and plays like Assassin's Creed, I don't want to pay $60 for it because <laughs> Assassin's Creed is garbage. I hate the gameplay of Assassin's Creed. Don't you want to find the 300 flags in the map? Oh my God. Yeah. I want to, I want to run around and find the 300 flags. I want to chase a stupid piece of paper that floats through the air <laughs> in an impossible <laughs> angle that you can't get it. You have to just keep running back until you hit the perfect <laughs> angle where that freaking piece of paper just flying to the air and i love the sea chanties too i love those sea chanties i'm talking about black flags in case you're wondering so the the sea chanties i I stopped getting them i i still got all the damn papers those are so annoying though trying to get them all oh yeah anyways we are steering away from the game (laughs) horizon zero done thank you for putting Uh, me back on track there my favorite part was i guess it's, it's almost the same vein as you saying the open world it was like discovering all the different areas and just mm. going to a new place and just like awing, ooh and awing at the different landmarks. <laughs> Ooing and, and awing at the, the scenery, yeah. Yeah, just like, what is this place? Oh, wow. And, you know, you go from the lush forest and then you start heading to the desert and, and there's all these different biosphere type areas. And it's just, that was amazing. It was so cool. Oh, yeah. And oh, it's slowly yeah. turning to them. It wasn't just like a sharp, boom, now you're in snow. Boom, now you're in here. It's like it slowly turns into... <laughs> It's different biosphere, you know? It was pretty awesome. Mm. So, that, yeah, that was my favorite part. Uh, but to now, yeah, as far as favorites, but now this one, I have one minor thing <laughs> that I did not Uh-oh. enjoy. It was the climbing. I don't know if you encountered many problems with climbing and okay. trying to go from one ledge to that's behind you, and then you didn't do that. You just went down or up. Or sometimes you uh, try jump from one... So you're running or whatever, or just walking to the to the a ledge, yeah. And you try and hop onto a little post, but you don't hop just right, so she doesn't jump. She just kind of falls down and dies. <laughs> that happened to me. Yes, quite, I maybe. did experience that. <laughs> and yes, it made me upset when <laughs> I tried to do it a couple of different ways. Like first time, I it wasn't like in the same spot. This is like probably separated by like three hours of gameplay, but. Um, where there'd be like that little pole like standing away or there'd be yeah. like another ledge like five feet away and you go, mm-hmm. okay, I'm just going to jump. And she she jumps and you expect her like to leap over the cliff and then she kind of just jumps straight up in the air and then like drops yeah. down. But well, nine times out of ten, she would actually catch the ledge if it was a ledge. Yeah. Um, now the thing is, when I was thinking about that, I'm like, oh, well, I was running to like another one of those things where the ledge is like five feet away. And I was like, oh, okay, well, I don't need to jump here. She's just going to jump straight up and then fall right back down. Right. 
and I just try to walk off the edge expecting her to just run, kind of run off and cling, <laughs> yeah. cling to the side. And you do that, and she just just, dro- just drops. Just drops. Right. So I, I couldn't figure out. I was like, do I walk here? Does she just jump on her own, or should I jump myself? It was like, <laughs> I didn't know what to do sometimes, and I just yeah. ended up falling down to my death. <laughs> it's like, damn Yeah, I, I did that a couple of times. I definitely had a had a abrupt and fast ending to my life by doing <laughs> things like that um now do i do i see that as like a major problem i honestly don't like it did it was a little upsetting when i do that but i was more upset at myself i was upset at myself because i'm like okay come on jump you know <laughs> it's right. it's clearly a ledge just hit the jump button don't just run off the edge and expect the the character to do what you wanted to do um <laughs> yeah. and oh man which again which which brings me right back to like assassin's creed where <laughs> assassin's creed was the exact opposite where the character just always tried to assume what you wanted to do and it would yeah. just start going in the wrong direction like when right. you're chasing oh, a freaking man. piece of paper and it goes right and your character goes no i want to go left and you go yeah left. that was so annoying so yeah finding the like going to the banuk figures and stuff you have to climb Oh, you know, up high or get to the uh, vantage points. Yeah. Uh, so I, I encountered that a bit. And sometimes when you're climbing, you have to like go from one ledge to and jump to the ledge behind you. Sometimes trying can to do that. Can you even do that though? Climb down. What's that? C- can you even jump to a ledge that's directly behind you? Because in the game, I kind of found um, that it wouldn't. It didn't want me to do that, and so I would just keep going around, and I'd find like another path over to that ledge that was like right behind me like i could not jump yeah have her jump directly behind um right when i have to get one of the one of the side quests to go up to the stormbird Mm. uh there was one point we had to kind of jump to behind you yeah i just what i was doing i would just kind of turn my camera and then jump and then she'll catch the like that you know that worked somewhat but it wasn't perfect yeah I feel like that that wasn't a thing you were supposed to do is like jump directly behind you because anytime I tried to do that she wouldn't do it like she like you said she would drop to the ledge below or yeah. she would go up to the ledge above so then I just found oh okay well maybe the game doesn't want me to do that and right, I, anytime I came across that I found another way to go to get to that other yeah. side it wasn't like I had to do that jump behind right. me so I, I again was was the climbing absolutely perfect no no it was not absolutely perfect um but i'm expecting the game to know what i want to do instead of me actually doing it i I want the game to go oh no you're trying to go here i know what you're doing here let me just help you across yeah because i I also kept thinking of assassin's creed every time i was climbing and how they did it (laughs) so it's funny how you bring that up because i also yeah and how assassin's creed did everything wrong assassin's creed assumed you wanted to go this way and it was never the way you wanted to go like if you're yeah. running away from 20 people, it was like, oh, you're trying to hide when they're all two feet behind you. And it was like, no, I'm not trying to jump into that haystack right now. I'm trying to run away. Right. Yeah, oh, the, the game assumed too much of where you wanted to go. And in Horizon, it, it didn't feel like that at all. It felt like yeah. you were moving the character. And the anime, again, the animations for climbing were beautiful. Yeah. Um, they were quick. They were responsive. Like as soon as you were like, I want to go up. The character was like, let's go and jump up. Yeah. And it didn't feel like Assassin's Creed's climbing where it's too realistic. You know, the character jumps yeah. up and then hangs there for like 15 minutes trying to regain <laughs> his grip and then pull himself up the ledge. He's like, I don't want to see that. I see the thing up on the ledge that I want to get to and I want to get up there. And I want some beautiful animations of the character jumping up. And there were so there were so many of them. They're so varied. Yeah. You know, you could climb the yeah. same thing ten different times, and you know, get different animations the whole way up. Yeah. Uh, oh, another thing that did really cool climbing is when they did the slow motion when she jumped from one ledge to another yeah. ledge. I was really far away. <laughs> that was, when so it was cool. a far jump. Yep. <laughs> Again, that's just a nut. That's that probably took them a day. To, to get into the game, and it's just that little bit of polish that set this game so far ahead of all these other AAA titles because yeah. it just it makes the game better. It really makes the game better. It makes the game more fun when uh, you, you see you're like reaching for that ledge and then you, you have to hit the jump button for it to actually jump. And if it's a long jump, she's like, 
right matrix style yeah. slows down the world and then grabs the ledge and you're like whoa it was so yeah, cool awesome. <laughs> yeah I, I, it's just it's just polished dude that's what that is that's what more more game companies need to do they need to take the time those those extra days put in those extra days to to just add those little, a couple extra animations um yeah. just that little bit of polish that makes your game it, it's it just sets your game above the rest of the games, which is what you need to do nowadays. Because with AAA titles, if you're not the best and the greatest and the awesomest, no one buys your game, and you lose bajillions of dollars. Because so. <laughs> because man, our our reviews harsh nowadays. Like any little thing, people will tear your game apart, and the, the yeah. people with enough um, with enough pull, you know, you get a bad review from these people, and then. All the all the people just don't go out and buy the game because they're like, ah, oh, right. PewDiePie right. said this game sucks. I don't know. <laughs> so another cool aspect of the game was there that I did not ever think would be so fun and mm. creative was the photo mode. Ugh. The uh, that was I spent so much time in photo mode uh, and I enjoyed. I loved it. Did and you, you can uh, see all those it? photos we posted onto our Twitter <laughs> at Games yes. and Gaming. <laughs> games and gaming uh we and then we had like in the impromptu uh challenge with the underpaid gamers podcast guys uh, oh yeah uh, we were trading back and forth the uh pictures they'll take a picture and post it tag us and that was that was me that started that right i think i i think i did that like i got an amazing yeah. picture and i was just like yo see what you can do <laughs> <laughs> you're trying to brag yeah so yeah, yeah we I'm, were really still glad, doing it. I'm really glad they uh they they uh went with it because it was a, yeah. we had a lot of fun with it yeah we're still going with it we're still they're still posting pictures they posted one of the uh uh ma whatever one of the side quests you have to go do and kill one of the machines mm. he posted yeah. that on there and late, that was the latest one i've seen of them and i uh, posted a couple oh i did a little search thing where uh one another uh, listener posted a, a like an Excalibur type sword sticking out <laughs> of uh, a lake, yeah. and so I wanted to find a it. A little Easter egg uh, hunt. Yeah, and I went and found it, and I posted a picture of me, you know, with me next to it, and then yeah, they posted another picture, and now I'm trying to find this couple, a uh, skeleton couple, and I still can't <laughs> do it. it. Took me, I went for like an hour looking around. Oh, you it. still haven't found it yet? I'm so no. <laughs> So, yeah, it's pretty cool. You're letting the whole team still... down. I'll find it. I'll find it. Uh, you'll find it eventually. Okay. They'll give me a little well, clue. Let's go, well, let's go ahead and move into the spoiler section because I want to talk so much about okay. the story of this game. So, spoiler, spoiler, spoiler. We're going to talk warning. about story now. And in all honesty, if you haven't played this game yet, go play it. This, this is my hearty recommendation to go play this game. Um, I do not... Uh, I do not throw around recommendations easily. Like this is a great yeah. game. Um, so you should, you should buy it. And with that said, the main story, what did you think, Daniel? Oh Tell my us. God. I was <laughs> good answer. So surprised. And I loved it. I was just, mm. cause when you're going through the story, you're learning a little by little what's happening. Right. So I kept, I kept going, okay, well, this is a apocalyptic, Okay, so how did she stop the the machines from killing everything? And why is everything still dead? Why did the society die if she stopped the machines? And yeah. so I was like, how did this happen? And early on, I guess that uh, Eloy was pretty much a clone type person. And I had that Aloy, down pretty quick. Thank but you very the, much. the main story of Elizabeth Sobek, how she, what she had to do. Uh, I guess we're speaking spoilers, so why am I trying to be vague? Where she. Pretty much, there was no way of stopping the machines. So Horizon Zero Dawn was just basically, the world's going to die, but we're going to bring it back up. It's going to yeah. revive itself, and we're going to populate it again, pretty much. <laughs> That's what that was. And I was just blown away by that. It's like, holy crap. Yeah, yeah. The machines actually won. That was so cool. Is that Was that your reaction? I mean, that was my reaction when I finally learned what the hell Zero Dawn was. <laughs> I was just like, that is awesome. Yeah, I just oh man, the, the story was just so good. Um, now uh, I do want to mention that the first half of the story um, was, and it was great because they separated into like 
this is the first half of the story. This is the second half of the story. Um, and the first half of the story was pretty much storytelling 101. Um, it was, you know, introduce your character, introduce mm-hmm. the mentor, mentor dies. I mean, my right. I, I forced my brother to buy this game. And, like, he, he played it for 15 minutes and he was just like, Ross dies. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> right? I, I can't say yes to that, but I'm like... He's seen a movie before, you know? It's, it's storytelling <laughs> yeah. 101, you know? He obviously has to die. Um, yeah. He also predicted a couple other things that didn't come true, and I was happy about that. But that was like, yeah, you, you, knew, you know Ross is going to die because he's just It's funny. I knew he was going to die, but it still, it still hit me hard for some reason. It still, I was of like, course it, it did. <laughs> because it, it's that character. It just they, they did so well with that the character. Um, it's, it's that mentor. It's the, the father figure character. It's like... Yeah. Yeah, Simba, your dad's going to die. There's nothing we can do about it, but <laughs> Right. <laughs> I mean, it was just it was storytelling 101, you know, it's um Aloy is this uh outcast girl in this tribal society and she's trying to, you know, she has to prove herself in the proving grounds, believe it or not. Mm-hmm. And um you know, and then she does that and she kind of gains the respect of the tribe, not really. It it's yeah. almost seen just kind of the way I saw it is just like they were just trying to get rid of her, like um, the right. uh, um, the matron. No, what were they? What were they called? The matriarchs. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, the old ladies. I think. Yeah, I think they were <laughs> like the grand matriarchs, is what they called them. The grandmothers. Um, the, yeah, the grandmothers, the shaman ladies. Um, yeah. Like the the one you like, which again names <laughs> so many. <names. laughs> um, yeah, I know <laughs> the one. The the one that's nice. Uh, yeah. yeah. And she, she's just like, oh yeah, you're, you're a seeker now, you know, you go and figure out right. all this crazy stuff that's outside of our bounds. And again, it's, it, well, I'll, I'll get more into the storytelling, storytelling one-on-one stuff, but you know, you, then you go out into this, this big, beautiful world and you see all these robot dinosaurs and you're like, yes, it's so much fun. <laughs> um, but again, the game starts you out and it's like, the tutorial mode, the, the little beginning area is the tutorial mode. It teaches you all the things mm-hmm. about the game, and it does a fantastic job. It never feels like a tutorial. Um, I mean, when, when you're a kid, yes, that's straight up a tutorial, but yeah, it's, you're, you're a kid. You're learning. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, and uh, then uh, you, you just go out into the world, and you just start exploring. And, oh, man, do you explore. Yeah, I spend so much time exploring. Oh, yeah. And that's what makes, again, makes the game great is the exploring. Um, And then, of course, you know, the story goes on and you realize that the world was destroyed by the things. And then they made the crazy uh, life lady. (laughs) Gaia. Gaia, yes, thank you. Yes, Gaia, which is straight up Mother Earth, pretty much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know she she created the the other robot dinosaurs, the one that you run around and hunt, to yeah you know bring the world back. And it oh, right man. that was so cool. When I learned, I was like, oh, that's so cool. That makes so much sense. Yeah, because you, you think the... that these robot dinosaurs that you're fighting are the robot dinosaurs that ruin the earth. And yeah, you know, the more you get into the story, it's like no, no, no. The crazy demon ones; those are the ones that destroyed the world. This is the one that Gaia created to bring the world back. You know, right. It was, and it wasn't until like 20 years ago where they started going crazy because Hades yeah. pretty much attacked yeah. Gaia and trying to take over. So it was yeah, corrupting Yeah, and things. I love that. I love the um the little hollow hollow vid, whatever it was, um of Gaia. And she's talking and she's like, you know, 0. 0.03 milliseconds ago, yeah. you know, uh, I, got a, I got a command from Hades to do this. And it's like, and I quarantined it. And it's like, it's re- recording this video in like a split second. And making all these decisions in like a split second, and it's like supposedly uh, the most powerful supercomputer. So I mean, yeah, yeah it makes it's sense. It's just it's possible. cool to hear yeah. something like that. It's like you know, point zero three milliseconds ago, I right. got this order, and I had to quarantine it and do this and make ten million other decisions in uh, so, in an instant. So once I found out what happened, and I went into one of the uh, dungeons where the scientists dungeons? were making things. And you pick up the little audio clips of people recording. But it's not all yeah. in, in order. It's all like you pick one up where it's like the end, pretty much the last day. And then you pick yeah. one up in the beginning when they're learning about what Horizon Zero Dawn is. And you're just like, yeah. it just all starts making sense. And it was just, it was so cool. Like hearing these yeah. people talk oh, about it, the end. Oh, my God. 
I love that. Oh yeah, when when the things start clicking, when the wheels start turning in your head, and the story, like, that's why I separate the story into two pieces. Because the beginning, the first half of the story, before you actually learn about the demon robots, if you will, um, right, that destroyed the Earth, before you realize that, that's what I consider, you know, the first half of the story. Um, and then once you make that realization. That's when the second half of the story starts because it's no longer, you know, what's happening? Why why did this why are these robot dinosaurs roaming around the earth, you know? Right. Once you make that realization, it's oh, now now I know what I have to do. This is my this is my goal, this is my task is to stop Hades from and you kind of get right. like pieces of that. You you know that Hades is bad because it tried to kill you, um but <laughs> you don't know why. So yeah. When you finally learn all that stuff, that's when um, that's when the second half of the story kicks in, and that's when I was on a roller coaster ride, dude. It was ups yeah. and downs and loop de loops of of man, I didn't see that coming, or oh man, that's so cool. Yeah, right. That that's when that's when the storytelling really showed through. That's when the writers of this game were like, "Yeah, dude, we know how to write story." <laughs> yeah, when she and when she finally makes it to. Uh prime alpha prime that this the mm-hmm. main facility it's like a huge crater you find out that's when gaia blew herself up to save the world yeah. pretty much and you go in there exactly. and, and like, again wow in so in cool. milliseconds made all these decisions <laughs> yeah i love that that's so cool <laughs> uh and then so like uh another part of the um storytelling 101 is um oh man i I'm not even going to begin to try and figure out who the guy was that said that this is the way you tell a story, but um, it's the returning home thing. It's Mm. going out into the world, but if you don't return home, the story doesn't have as much impact. And when you finally do return back to your home um, after the uh, super evil dude um, who's voiced by a guy who does every voice and everything. Like he's, he does anime all the time. He does so many video games. Of course, I don't know his name, um, but <laughs> I know his voice. You, uh, just no. I, I could hear him say two words in anything, and I'm just like, oh, this guy again. Um, and he's an amazing voice actor. Um, so as, as soon as he like sends his armies to go and attack um, the, the Nora lands, that's when mm-hmm. it was just like, oh, here we go. We're going back home. We're seeing right. how how destroyed the our our home got because you know you you start the game in that and it's so beautiful and it's so pristine. You just storytelling one hundred and one comes in and it says you know you have to destroy this place and I was not looking forward to that part of the game and when right. it finally did come I <laughs> yeah. was like oh man I don't want and you finally make it this. there and you save the day and you're a hero oh, and. I, I kind of I, I did my own because again the game allows you to tell your own story in it and I I did something that I usually don't do in video games is I kind of like made my own little story like in the in the mission to run back all the way from um the what is it, the shadow cult or whatever they're called um, the shadow Karja thank you the the shadow Karja. The, the little Shadow Karja ring there, when you have to run all the way back to the Nora lands from there, I was like, I'm not fast traveling. I'm going to run this entire nice. way. And, like, ignore um, uh, the, the the dinosaurs on the way, the robot yeah. dinosaurs just on the way. Go. Just You know they're going to get attacked. you got to make it there. It was so much fun. I just ran and ran and ran. And, like, sometimes, like, a watcher would, like, jump right out in front of me, and I'd just <laughs> shoot him in the eye and kill him and not even loot him, just keep running and... It it really built up that tension of like, oh man, we're going back, we're doing this, we're we're gonna save the day, um, and of course I had a couple of side missions that I still had yet to do, and I wasn't yeah. sure if this this part of the story was gonna be like, okay, no going back now. Yeah, no more, no more side story because yeah. you skipped it because you went to this part type thing. Yeah, and they yeah. did, they did two awesome jobs of that, and and they they said it. Like, um, right as you're about to go into the Shadow Karja, um, and like do that main assault on the Shadow Karja base, the, the mm-hmm. dude, um, on your, uh, on your focus, Silas, what, what was his Silas? name? Silas? The, yeah. Your other S- man- mentor. Yes. That's not a mentor. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> S- it's something like, something like Silence, but it wasn't yeah, Silas. Was Silas. Like yeah. Anyways. Anyway, <laughs> he was, he even said, he's like, okay, are you sure you want to do this? Cause you know. Yeah stuff's gonna go down 
and it, it didn't like stop you. When he said that, I turned back. I was like, okay, well, maybe I'm not sure. And then like, I went back and I did a side quest. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, and the game gave you that option. And at that yeah. point, I think I had maybe one side quest um, open at the time. Because like you, the first time I went into the Shadow Karja base was when I was going there. So you get like one or two side quests as just mm-hmm. as you're walking in there. And um, I didn't end up doing those like right away. Cause, and then he was like, do you want to do any side quests? And I'm like... No, I think I think I'm I'm ready to you know to see what's going on here, and then you know did that, then do did that big long run, and it's it's pretty much the entire map that you run through again to get back there, and um, did that run, long run back, and then all that really does is it now the um, the Nora lands are all just kind of torn up because they they got destroyed after like after yeah. you complete that part of the quest, but then the coolest thing happened <laughs> when the game straight up said you will not be able to say or continue from this point kind of thing like when you were going through i can't remember exactly what part it was um i think it's right after you're done with um oh no no it's it's as you're resting yeah yeah. it's as you go to sleep um in the the major city there that's the very end yeah that's the very end yeah exactly at the very end of the game right when you're going to sleep at that major city it's like you will not be able to go back after this point in capital letters. Like the game straight (laughs) up says, this is the end game. Yeah. You will not be able to do anything past this. And I was like, sweet. All right. Time to finish every (laughs) side quest I have. Time to do everything I want to do, which was almost everything. I didn't do all the, um, uh, what is it? Like the collecting quests uh, up to that point. But, um, you know, I did all the side quests and Mm -hmm. I was like, okay. Here we go. Let's do it. <laughs> yeah, I I pretty much did almost all the Banuk figures and whatever. But I got to a point I was like, I need to finish this. And I was pretty sure <laughs> I was going to be able to continue playing like afterwards. And thankfully yeah. I was. Because <laughs> I still had those Banuk figures to get and, oh, yeah, yeah. and the whatever areas to to find other things on. So it's cool that, you know, it says congratulations for finishing. Thanks for playing. Now we're going to set you back right before that last mission and you can do whatever you yeah. want. And right I did. before you went and to actually, sleep. <laughs> yeah, and I actually finished the last mission again <laughs> so I could get a did platinum really? <laughs> trophy. Yeah, because when you go to the last mission, you know you can get your anybody you helped in the side quest, the, the main side quests, that can help yeah. you in the last mission. One of the trophies was have everyone help you in the last mission that could help you. And I didn't know that oh, until okay. I finished the game. <laughs> So, in order to get that achievement or trophy, I had to redo yeah. the last uh, part of the game. It was cool because I did, did you, it again. It did was you get the fun. platinum for this game? I did. My very first platinum did... ever. What? Oh, wow, yeah. I didn't know that. I mean, I'm, I assume I'm pretty close to the platinum, but I didn't really look into it. Um, yeah, it was, it was awesome. So, so you I had to get, like, it. I assume you had to get, like, um, every... Uh, like every hollow vid and every no, actually no. Uh, Did you it... didn't? Oh my god! Yeah, then yeah, I might actually get... try and get the platinum for this game. <laughs> yeah, you don't have to get all those. It's more like more like situation like get all get all the monster like monsters the the machines. You know, like when you can like yeah, look at them and like you catalog them. Um, yeah, yeah, catalog like that. all the machines. Get all the destroy Kill them all, all i think the is things one. and do all the uh, bandit camps do all the cauldrons that stuff mm-hmm. it was like it was all those things now yeah, oh, do s- speaking of doing all the things there was something i came across that i was not able to do and it was the um the quests for the tutorial quests for like the different um bows uh yeah there was i never a couple did those. i couldn't do like the war bow one i couldn't I, it wouldn't let or wouldn't give me credit for um using my corruption arrows on uh on huh. monsters or dinosaurs like i would have the quest open i would mm-hmm. shoot somebody with the um the arrow and they would go crazy <laughs> but it just wouldn't give me credit for that huh. um and that was that happened on i think two of them there was two of the tutorial quests for the bows i can't remember what the second one was but i just i couldn't finish them cuz the game just wouldn't give me credit for it. and i believe me i tried everything i could i tried all the different dinosaurs yeah. shooting um with the arrows i tried i didn't do any of those of those uh weapons side quest things okay the I tutorial like, i just found okay. them fun like 
you I would just always have them and like if I wasn't currently acting on a side or uh, like completing a side quest or something I would just mm-hmm. put one of those on and like find one of the the dinosaurs there that I could shoot and I was like oh, okay like shoot a uh, a freeze canister off of one of these guys and be like oh there's one of those guys set that quest and oh got it yeah so the side quests were some of them were pretty good like the story side quests kind of you know were pretty fun now I did find some of them to be a little repetitive of like oh I I lost my friend can you go track him okay so I go to this How one spot and I do you. highlight their tracks and you follow the track like How through, through different places dare you <laughs> so no. I, I did a lot of those like oh, i my, my, i completely disagree now i my, will somewhat agree with you s- that that mechanic of tracking was used a lot but yeah that's what your character was your character was a tracker all right right so shut your mouth you're dumb well your opinion is wrong i mean you're still going yeah i mean it's not bad i'm just saying i find it a little bit like okay <laughs> now i have to go find this person's Less love that went away, so you you track it to this one spot. You you have to yeah. investigate the area. Okay, now you keep following the tracks over there. there was, I did a lot of those, follow the tracks. Yeah, you, thing, you, you do a there. lot of tracking. But was that for? I said you do a lot of tracking, but um, yeah. the side quests overall, every one that I did was, I mean, I have fun written down, but <laughs> I can't say every one was the most fun I've ever had in a video game, um, but. They were impactful. That's the word I would use yeah. for the side quests. Well, yeah, the, the main impactful. side quest. Yes. But there was all the ones that were like the lower tier side quests that weren't that important. Okay. That were just so like there, were, there were the, um, what do they call them? They, weren't, they didn't call them like fetch quests, but that's kind of what they were. Um, like errands. They called them errands. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. They called Those them are the ones I'm talking quests. about. The errands. Yeah. So the air, but even the errand quests were just like, you know, gather these materials and give them to that person. It wasn't like you would have to go out of your way to gather a whole bunch of this stuff to give to this one person. It was like, as you're playing the game, you're just inherently collecting these things. So yeah. it, was, it was more It was more just walk to this person because chances are you already have the items that you need to give to them. Um, that's that's I how I saw the <laughs> errands. Um, so I get I, technically they were fetch quests, but... There was only there was only what maybe like five or ten of those five or ten like errands in the game. I don't know. I think there was probably more. I don't know. Sometimes the errands blended into the side quests. Yeah. But some side quests also uh, included tracking. So in some errands yeah. included tracking. So I don't know. They kind of blended sometimes for me. I don't know how many uh, errands there under, were. Understandable. But I, I, to me, I I didn't even realize. I mean, I I realized the difference between an errand and a side quest, but. It didn't feel like a, a stupid fetch quest that was just going to take me out of the fun that I was having in the game to go collect a bunch of stupid items. Like, I think it was nine times out of ten, I'd get an errand quest, and it was just like, you know, oh, I'm looking for this, or I need this dinosaur's heart. And I was like, Psh, dude, I got like five of those right here. Boom. <laughs> there you Speaking go. Speaking of that. Errand complete. Did you do the side quest where this crazy guy drinks the blood of the machines? Maybe. Oh my god! I think you would you would know because it was so wacky. The guy was totally like out of his mind. You find him, he he just talks like like a crazy guy. And he's like, "I love to drink the blood of the machines because they give me visions." And he's like, "Go get me this blood from this machine and and bring it back, and I'll tell you what I see." And you go and get it, come back, and he just drinks oh, it. Man. And he's like, "When I'm drinking it, and I start screaming and." in pain and just don't mind it don't worry just let me be in pain whatever and then i'll tell you what i see and then when he starts talking about what he sees it's just like some of it makes sense of what actually is going on in the game it's pretty neat but it's all like wacky in the way he talks about it it's pretty cool you should try to do it if you uh haven't done it yet that guy was pretty well i haven't done that quest and now i kind of want to do it because it sounds awesome (laughs) and you go Um, you get like all kinds of monsters you have to find them yeah um, what about, what do you think about N- Nil? Nil? Nil or Neil? What do you think about that character? Oh, that guy was hilarious. I loved <laughs> was like, him. I just, I just killed the bandits because I just love to kill people, pretty much. <laughs> I just like, love killing. <laughs> women, children, old people. Like, all right, good for you, man. <laughs> uh, what did you think? Did you kill him? Did you kill Nil at the end? No, I never saw him. Again. I saw him like three or four times, three times. I never got a chance to really. Do anything. So you did all the bandit camps, though, right? Yeah. And you didn't see Neil after you completed all the bandit camps. 
yeah, I saw him every time, and then we just said, "See you later." And like we talked about yeah. stuff, and it's like, "I'll see you, but, see you around." So you didn't he, see him mm-hmm. after you completed the final bandit camp, though. No, I didn't uh, kill. Did you get a chance? I was. I'd look for Neil. He because he should be at whatever whatever was your last bandit camp that you completed. He should still be there. I would look into that because you have an awesome final quest with Neil or Nil or whatever the hell his name is. What? Because yeah, to, to get the to get the platinum, I had to defeat all the bandit quests, all the bandit places, and I did. Yeah. And but he wasn't at the last one. I kept looking. For, I actually looked for him at the bandit place, really? and he wasn't there. I couldn't spot him anywhere. I, I finished it. Yeah, maybe he go like spawns at like the quote unquote final bandit place. I don't know. Like maybe the hmm. highest level bandit camp was the one he he spawns at when when you're finally done with him. No, because you get a. Oh really wait, is cool it the one where he tells you him. to go? Uh, it's like south, uh, west. Go up on top of you... a giant like rock outcropping. Yes. Uh, giant. I know. I, last I saw him, I didn't. He didn't give me. I didn't like, kill him or anything. We just went in our separate ways. Uh, and okay. then he talked about going down south. And when I went there, there was two behemoths destroying the town. And mm-hmm. then the lady had me go and find these three people that ran away. Okay. I, I don't think you finished the quest with him. Like, what? you don't have any open quests right now in the game? I don't. I'm like 96% oh. done with the game. Yeah. Okay. I've, But, like, there is the final quest with Neil, or Neil, um, where you fight him or you don't. That's the thing. Maybe you just maybe you don't think about it because you didn't select fight him. Because uh, yeah, you go up to the top of this giant uh, peninsula or not peninsula <laughs> um, plateau, and um, he he's killed all the people that are up in there, and there's just a pile of dead bodies around there. Oh man! And you're like, uh, what did you do? <laughs> he was just like, well, I didn't want us to be interrupted for you know our our final fight here or whatever. Huh. And you can say no. You can say no, and he's like, no, I don't want to fight him. I don't want to fight you, but. I, I fought him, and it wasn't just because I wanted to kill him. It was because I felt that that was a fitting end for his character. His character hmm. was developed so well because um, he was just that character of, he, I just like killing. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, that was, I mean, he, he certainly has no place in this, in this world that you're trying to create. Um, he was just a straight-up sociopath, just murdering <laughs> people. Yeah. And um, that it, it made me think of uh, in Skyrim. In Skyrim, uh, there's an orc that's just standing on the side of the road, and he's an old orc. And he's just like, I'm an old orc, you know. I'm I'm too old to bear children, and um, you know, I, I there's nothing left of my life. It's like I'm just looking for a clean death or a good death. I think is the way mm-hmm. he puts it. Um, and it just made me think of that character in Skyrim. It's mm. like the guy the guy just wants to go out swinging, and I was like, you know what? Let's do this, baby. <laughs> <laughs> and it, to me, it, it was the perfect it was the perfect end for that character because Man. he would just continue running around killing people, and eventually right. he would die. But that's all he wanted. He just wanted uh, a warrior's death. And um, yeah. I was like, huh. dude, I have to, uh, I have to we've find had it a now. lot of fun. I'm happy to give that to you. <laughs> so speaking of that, <laughs> the so what do you think of the cauldrons? Cauldron. Cauldron. The cauldron, yeah. Cauldron, um, yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So the the cauldrons were, oh man, that was. This is this is where polish. This is where, um, the 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 polish of this game, the the thought behind this game really shines through. It's that no cauldron was the same. Yeah. There were no two cauldrons that were the same. One of them had a bunch of, you know, shadow shadow carja in there. Oh you know, yeah, I around. couldn't believe when I found that one. I was surprised. You know, and yeah. and the first one you go into though, it's it's super machiney, and all the machines yeah. are building all the other machines. You're like, whoa, it's so futuristic and cool. You know, it's like <laughs> one of the underground caves, but still up and functioning. Um, and I I thought that was really cool. And then when I looked on the map and I saw that there was four other cauldrons, yeah. I was like. Okay, I'm just gonna have to go through this again. It's gonna be the same thing, right? Every time. I was the same, yeah. And when I went to the second cauldron, um, I can't remember exactly what the second cauldron one. I think it was somewhat, um, just like Machini as well. But I don't think it mm-hmm. was as long as the first one. Um, 
And I think there was like a little more um, variant to it. I just can't remember exactly um, yeah. how that one went. And so after that one, I saw the three others and I didn't want to go to them. I was like, I just, I just don't feel like going through that whole thing again. You know, I want to do this side quest or I want to work Mm -hmm. some more on the main, the main storyline. Um, but then when I did the third one, I believe it's the third one, um, that the bandits are at Mm -hmm. and, or the, not the bandits, the the shadow Karja. And when I did that one, I was like, oh, they're not (laughs) all the same. Oh, it's beautiful. You know, I just, yeah. I was like, quote unquote, dreading going to another cauldron because I just assumed it was going to be exactly like everything else. Because like every other video game that I played, they just, re- they you, you reuse assets, you know? Right. It's just cost effective. <laughs> <laughs> you just take take a uh, a grid map and then you just put this piece here, this piece here, this piece here, all the same textures, all the same. It just, right. there you go. There's a cauldron. Okay, I need uh, four more cauldrons. Okay, well, I'll just move this piece over here and that piece over there. There, new cauldron. <laughs> um, but no, they didn't do that. Um, and then, of course, the the fourth one was different. But when I got to the fifth one, I was blown away. This is where this game it just it just it just put that last nail in that coffin. Except it wasn't a coffin; it was a <laughs> a, a beautiful cask. I don't know. <laughs> last nail on earth. Yeah, whatever. Uh, I don't. I didn't do them in order. I just kind of went randomly, so I don't know which one you're talking about. But okay, well the 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 last cauldron that you did, like the fifth one, the one that lets you take over the giant thunder maws and whatnot. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, the one that had the quote unquote secret entrance, which when I got to first, I was like, okay, I'm going to do this cauldron now. I didn't see that it was like find the secret entrance. I was just looking around. <laughs> and I was like, oh, I can't get into <laughs> like, this. Why can't I get Maybe in, <laughs> in the main storyline, eventually you go into it because it's the last cauldron. That's what I was thinking. Um, mm-hmm. And then when I got a lot further in the main storyline, I'm like, wait a second. I, I'm not going anywhere near this thing. There's got to be something else. So I went back there again and it was like, oh, okay, find the secret entrance. Oh, there it is. Hey, there's a watcher up on this cliff over here. Oh, mm-hmm. another perfect thing because there's a bunch <laughs> of stalkers out in front of it. And I was yeah. like, okay, you kill the stalkers, you go in. But no, there's a bunch of stalkers, but there was always that watcher. There's just this one watcher up on the cliff there that was just an annoyance. He was like, attack you as you're attacking the stalkers. Mm-hmm. And the game never puts a big thing on the map that says, find the secret entrance, and then puts a big marker saying, here's the secret entrance. <laughs> it is right there. But, but, but what they did do is they put a watcher right there at the at the entrance. So yeah. this watcher that's been poking you the whole time, you're trying to fight <laughs> these stalkers, you're like, oh, I'm going to kill that stupid guy. And you run up there and you're like, oh, here's a secret entrance. Oh, genius. That's how yeah. you make a video game. The game didn't put a marker that says find the secret entrance or the game just didn't randomly hide a stupid secret entrance that you take an hour to try and find. It yeah. put a monster there and it didn't tell you he was there because, oh. <laughs> that's how you make video games that's, what I was doing. I was that's like, how you do it I was like looking around I was like oh there's a guy up there let me go, let me go kill him I was like wait a minute I could keep going right up here that's how I found it too. <laughs> it's pretty awesome right oh it's it's so genius I mean that's again that probably took all of 30 seconds to make that decision of like okay we want to have a secret entrance for the last one well, let's just put a let's put a, a watcher right out there, and you know, just make his AI so he won't just run off of this cliff and come down and attack you. Just so he stays up around that area. I mean, yeah. Thirty second decision <laughs> improved the game umpteen times, and then again another mind blow happened when I walked into that cauldron, and it was like all of twenty feet deep. It was just like, all right, here's a thunder draw. Yeah. Fight him. <laughs> right. Like, I was like, oh, damn, okay. oh my god, it's so smart. They didn't. They didn't make me run through another huge cauldron, another huge thing, and it's like the final one. It's supposed to be like the grand epic, you know, forty-five <laughs> minute cauldron. Yeah, the right. game was like, no, you've you've gotten this far in the game. Here it is. Here's the end of the cauldron. Yeah. Like, and man, oh. I was ready for that guy. I put all traps everywhere. Trip. Uh, <laughs> Did you the traps and everything just. So, you know, it took me, it didn't take me long to get that guy because I was so ready for him. <laughs> I was like, he's not going to kill me. <laughs> yeah. I Well, on that note, I want to mention that I played the game all the way through on easy. <laughs> I I am not upset was, about that. I'm, I'm not, 
I, that's how I play games nowadays. I play <laughs> games for the story. I play games for the mechanics. I play games for the gameplay. Believe it or not, not. I I just don't find it fun to die over and over and over again. So. Yeah, I play it on normal. I think normal was just enough difficulty yeah. for me. Yeah, yeah I, I wouldn't want to do it. I just anyway, want to get that off my chest. Yeah, that's, it, that's it. Yeah. All right. Well, I do want to talk a little. We're 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 running long. <laughs> I, I wanted to wrap this up a little a little short of this, but uh, man, I just I cannot say enough about this game. It's so much fun. I know, right? Um, let's hit, let's hit some other things real quick. Just like, um, what was your favorite machine? What was your favorite machine to fight? The favorite, uh, well, not to fight, but to be scared by, I would say, <laughs> is when I first ran into a stalker. That freaked the hell out of me. Because ah. I was just walking, running, you know, all of a sudden, these eyes light up in front of me. I'm like, what the hell? And it just starts attacking me. <laughs> it's like, there was nothing there a second ago in front of me. You yeah. Know? And the first time I encountered those guys was awesome. And I really liked the Thunder Jaws. Those are um, so cool. You know, this guy, big Tyrannosaurus Rex guy. Yeah, those are two that I always think about right away, as as far as how how they were. I really like those guys. What was your guys? Mine. Well, I have to say the uh, the rock breaker. Oh my um, god! The giant dune worm was just. I think that was fun for me to uh, fight him. That was probably the the most fun part about that was like the fight itself. Um, just you're constantly running, you're constantly dodging out of the way, um, and then trying to get a few shots in. And uh, the fu- the place where I fought them the most is when there's two of them, like, right on top of each other. So, like, one oh busts God. up out of the ground and lands, and you're, like, fighting him. And then the other one comes right up underneath oh, you. And I hate those guys. Was... I had the hardest time with those guys. When I first encounter encounter in one of the side quests, when you go into, yeah. like, this uh, – in, in the mountain, in the desert. Oh, my God. It was so annoying getting that guy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like them. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but that's that's what made them fun for me is because they were challenging. Um, yeah, on yeah, easy. I, I absolutely mm-hmm. love very, that. Very challenging. Yeah. Okay, so I, let's mention <laughs> the, the level cap. What did you think about the level cap? The level cap at 50. I think I got to that fairly easy. I think some of the side quests and errands and stuff gave you too many experience points. And I found mm-hmm. it. I got to it way easy. Not way easy, but easier than I expected. And I was like yeah. pretty much level 50 when I went to the very end uh of the of the main story so yep i wish it would have been a little harder maybe a little higher level cap Mm. uh... um i disagree entirely you're wrong you're wrong i disagree (laughs) entirely (laughs) i love the level cap i love the fact that you got to hit quote-unquote max level you know Mm -hmm. you got to unlock every ability in the game um far too many times you play a game now there are good things about that. Final Fantasy X, I think about, because there's probably a 100-hour-plus of gameplay in that game because there's so much to do um, there's, to hit, quote-unquote, the max level, to defeat mm-hmm. the, the quote-unquote, final boss in that game. But in Horizon, there really wasn't a ridiculous amount of stuff to do after the game. There was just so much in the game itself. They didn't put a bunch of just crap at the end of the game to make you keep playing their game they just made a fantastic game and i was able to hit max level same thing um before i went to the final quest and that was awesome it it made you feel like you beat the game it it, it didn't make you feel like okay now i gotta play this game for another 20 hours to unlock Hmm. the rest of these abilities to see how you know see how this ability works or i have to start a brand new game and do a different build with my character to experience what it's like to use these abilities. It, yeah. Oh man, it, yeah, I mean, I, I understand what you're saying, <sighs> but I feel like maybe make it like... Because the only thing I mentioned that is because after I kept doing the quests, it kept showing me all mm. the experience points I was getting, but I wasn't doing anything. Yeah. I was like, oh, <laughs> I wasted all those <laughs> experience points. I'm getting 20,000 experience points, but I'm not going anywhere. Yeah, I know. I, 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 did, I did kind of feel that a little bit, where it was just like, oh, I'm not really gaining experience from this anymore. But I was like, you know what? I don't need any more experience. I have all the abilities. And that's all the abilities yeah. did was gave you a little bit more health and gave you ability points. Yeah. That, that was it. That was what a level did. It didn't, like, make you stronger. It didn't make the robot dinosaurs easier to kill. Which, playing on easy, it doesn't make the robot dinosaurs any easier to kill. Or it didn't, like... Um, their max health is still the same. It might be a little different. I don't know. But when I experimented, <laughs> when I bumped the game up to very difficult, 
and I still killed, a, you know, a, a dinosaur just as fast. And I was like, oh, hmm. well, what's the deal? And then I started thinking. I was like, okay, well, like, when I was fighting stuff, I always had, you know, I, I wasn't low on ammo. But, like, I was always thinking about, okay, you know, I can't use just a ridiculous amount of ammo to kill this thing because I have to conserve a little bit. So yeah. it made me, like, switch weapons more often um, and use different tactics to take down different enemies. Um, so the game was balanced in that sense because if you made very hard just the dinosaurs took an extra 200 hits to kill then you would just have no resources you'd be spending mm-hmm. the entire game running around collecting stuff so you can actually attack how do they make it harder I still you know i don't understand how they did that. so the very the very um or the very hard setting um was the dinosaurs just did more damage to you uh-huh. um you were a lot squishier so you could maybe take one hit um, Got it. And then by you know you'd have to completely heal yourself up before you took a second hit or you were just dead. Hmm. And that it added another huge layer to it because the armor um, I was wearing it, I wasn't paying a whole lot of attention to. Oh, I'm fighting a uh, uh, a, a dinosaur that uses fire, so I got to put on my fire resistance gear so I can kill him. I didn't. Yeah. I didn't you know, put that much into it, which I didn't want to do. Cause then you're constantly menuing and I, going through and setting up stuff of, uh, gear, uh, my, of my outfit. I'd be like, Oh, these guys are yeah. snow guys. I have to switch real quick and switch to my snow outfit yeah. and whatever. So, yeah. I, and some people like that. And it, it, the game gave them that option to put it to very hard. And then you have to be doing that. You have to be, you know, paying attention to what, what dinosaurs you're coming up to, um, and how you're going to fight them. Um, yeah. I don't like that as much. I like being able to just get in there and just start tearing them apart. I don't want to have to go into my menu and go, okay, look at, okay, this guy's got this weak point here, that weak point there. I got to use this bow there. I didn't want to do that every time I fought um, a different thing. I just wanted to run up to it and just start blasting it with arrows and be like, oh, it's got a, a freeze canister on its back. Let me let me switch to this bow and shoot it with the freeze canister or shoot the freeze canister with the freeze arrow um and blow it up and that that to me felt a lot better like just using my focus as the thing was or like as i was hiding and just looking at it um as opposed to like having a list of every everything in there and what it what it was weak against and that that's how i enjoyed playing i did have to see that a lot sometimes when i'm battling the mon- the monsters yeah <laughs> the the machines some, like oh why is it weak like against that, oh yeah i don't <laughs> weak against that okay now i don't i don't like to do that too much up to a point so i think this yeah. game balanced it pretty well at least on normal oh, setting yeah. where i was just like okay this guy i could blow their gear off i could blow their armor off with their this certain arrow and then hit them with some mm. fire they get they'll get weak, and then uh, hit them with more, for more power, more points per hit. If when they're yeah. like weak for fire, weak with uh, snow, not snow. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> weak to the snow. <laughs> Cold. There we go. All right. Okay. We okay. we we have to wrap this up. We yeah. gotta. We've been talking forever, and we could talk for another hour easily. <laughs> okay. Good. Yeah. If you Just... can't tell. Me and Daniel were very big into this game. There was quite a few times where I'd be playing it and I'd see he was playing it as well. And we'd just hop on chat and we'd just be like talking about the game. Be like, oh man, did you do this yet? Or what'd you think about this and that? And we would just sit there and talk as we're playing the game. Of course, I'd tell him to shut up when there was like some story thing going on or something (laughs) like that. But yeah, we just had so much fun playing this game. Thank you so much to uh, Gorilla Games, if I remember correctly. Yeah. You know, man, did they knock this one out of the park, dude. And just closing thoughts for me and i'm just going to reiterate what i said in the opening it is polish if you polish your game if you take those extra extra months because it takes months and months to polish a game if you take those extra months to just put in those little polishing touches on the animations add some variety to them because yes it affects your game if every time you jump up a ledge it's the exact same animation Your players, if you're playing a 40-hour game, your players are going to get sick of watching that same animation. If your kill animation for stabbing somebody in the throat or something like that, if you just have one animation for that, people are going to get sick of watching that, you know? Mm -hmm. Put the polish in the animations. Add some variety. Just the cauldrons, oh, they're so so smart. Why can't every game be like this? Why can't every game be like this? Monsters when you... uh... 
get to yeah. hack them. That was so cool. It's like, oh, I could go hack that now. You go hack it. <laughs> it's like mm-hmm. so fun. Yeah, the the hacking of them too. The tall. We didn't even mention the tall necks. Oh my god, necks. my favorite one. Of my, oh, I didn't mention that was my favorite. Like, didn't non, even mention the tall non monster monster. Yeah, <laughs> that was so cool to climb. Dinosaurs. Oh man. Okay, Daniel. Final final thoughts. Your final thoughts. Yes, pretty much the same. I'll iterate what I said earlier. That is a beautiful game, and I just loved going through it and just discovering everything that I could and finding those little yeah. audio notes from people and listening to them and how they're dealing with pretty much the end of the world. <laughs> it was pretty amazing. <laughs> it was an experience for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the photo mode blew me away. I just, I just love that photo mode on there. And Oh, yeah, we were using a hashtag, uh, HZD uh, photo challenge. So if you were going to Twitter, yeah. you can do that. And we were doing that when we were posting the uh, things with underpaid gamers. Oh, yeah. Uh, Feel free to join in on our little uh, Twitter scapades. Our Twitter scapades? That's a thing. Twitter spades. I just coined that phrase. (laughs) So, yeah, that's pretty much it. I think it's about time to end it. Well, thanks for listening. As always, you can reach us through the following. Our Twitter is at Games and Gaming. Our website is gamesandgamingpodcast.com. Our YouTube channel is Games and Gaming Podcast. And until next time, I'll see you online. And I'll see you at the table.